Hey, welcome to my podcast. This is a little bit of an update before you listen to my very first episode, episode one called Aussie e-commerce. Let's do this. I'm going to share my e-commerce journey with you, but I wanted to quickly jump in and let you know that it's been three years now that I started in e-commerce. I started two Shopify stores in 2020 and now at the beginning of 2024, I have sold one of them. I sold one business. I'm running the second one and growing it. I'm profitable, I'm paying myself, I've got a tax bill to pay because I'm paying GST and making a profit every month. There's so much to learn in e-commerce, so I hope you find some encouragement for my very first episode. And once you've listened to this episode about how I started out and how I was side hustling and what my dreams were for the future and my plans and what was happening at the time in e-commerce and why I even got into it starting two Shopify brands, Then head to some more recent episodes and join me and what's happening lately and day to day. I like to share real time challenges and wins of what's happening. And you can reach out to me for some strategy support one on one. Uh, You can find me at Aussie online growing on shopify.com.au you can send me an email there and reach out for some strategy support where maybe i can help you see some higher level you know stuff that's not in the day-to-day or in the weeds of your business if you're starting out in e-commerce and looking for some direction i've grown two brands in the last three years and i sold one just a few months ago i'll be starting a brand new one as well in the coming months and i'll be sharing all about that here on the podcast so subscribe and follow along Head to some more recent episodes after this very first episode and share one with a friend or somebody in e-commerce that you think they might find it helpful too. Hi, my name is Rachel. I started two Shopify product-based businesses in 2020 and have been side hustling since then. Are you a product-based business? Maybe handmade or maybe importing? I do both. If you're just starting out, I think you'll find my experiences helpful as you carve out your own path. I'm spending my own cash advertising on Facebook and Instagram to grow my two Shopify stores. So join me in this diary type podcast where I share real time challenges and wins in growing a product business as things happen day to day in real time because we often feel less alone in our e-commerce journey when sharing the challenges with someone else. So what can you expect from my podcast? Well, mostly a casual chat diary type podcast as day to day real challenges happen and arise for us all to learn and grow from. Other times we'll take a nerdy deep dive into tactical stuff like Facebook ads because I love paid traffic and firmly believe it is a must in today's crowded marketplace for small and micro business owners to get their brands noticed and seen. I'm not an agency. I've learned so much in my two years advertising on Facebook and Instagram with my own money. Really, I hear you ask? Yep, I've spent over $45,000 of my own cash testing and trying, experimenting, learning and analysing and over $110,000 in revenue in my two stores since starting in late 2020. I'd love to help you too. Everything I share on the podcast is my own experiences and learnings. Take them and try them for yourself or reach out to me at aussieecommercemum.com.au for some affordable strategy support. Either way, my mistakes and successes are the real-time, real-world experiences of growing an e-commerce brand, and I hope they motivate you to experiment, measure, and analyze too. A growth mindset is what I am all about. I get excited about all things marketing, sales, and building. We'll unpack all the things a product-based business side hustle struggles with and celebrates right now today. In fact, we're just getting started, so I invite you to subscribe, rate, and follow along. What episode are you going to listen to first?
Well, hi, and welcome to my very first episode. This episode is episode number one, and it's called Let's Make This Happen. And that's twofold. Let's make this podcast happen, which is a little mantra to myself. And let's make this happen, your business happen, your business idea, growing your business, in general, feeling inspired about listening to somebody else's little start out, whatever the case may be, let's make this happen. So a bit of background. I live in Adelaide. I'm on the edge of the beautiful Barossa Valley. I'm married and have three kids. My husband and I have a 20-year-old, an 18-year-old and a 16-year-old. And I'm about to turn 43. So I've come to the e-commerce world in full force pretty late in life. Definitely later than some, but never too old, I don't think. I work part-time as a member of a marketing team and I'm heavily involved in our local church. And hobbies? Well, this actually is my hobby. I love crafting um, and I love selling things and growing things from nothing, really. Um, I've tried to build a business from crafting for years and I've had limited success um, for lots of reasons I've stopped or I've backed out. Life circumstances change, babies come along, new jobs, moving house. I sort of lost my way, lost my confidence, lost the path, wasn't sure what to do and just came up against different barriers. So for many reasons, I've sort of stopped along the way. But the last two years, I've felt like I've got some real traction. I feel like I've stuck with it and I've really learned heaps and I've been able to build something, I think something pretty significant, definitely something worth continuing with in my opinion, which is why I'm here. So I'll give you some some key stats or some key information. So like I said, I started in 2020 with one website in late 2020, and then I started a second one in early 2021. On both websites, they're in a similar sort of niche, which is crafting. I started with one product in each, and I drop shipped. So I started from shipping from a warehouse and not shipping from my home. I did that for probably six months, I think. And then I decided to pull everything back and have it here at my house and then handle all the shipping and fulfilling myself. There was probably a couple of reasons that I chose to do that. Initially, drop shipping was great. It's incredibly convenient. But the downside is you really have little control over the marketing of the brand, particularly in the packaging of it. Um, and customer service issues. So I decided I wanted more control over the packaging and the messaging and the controlling, I suppose, the shipping timeframe. So I pulled everything back to our home and have fulfilled sort of locally, probably for maybe nearly 18 months now, I think. Nearly all my customers have come through paid traffic. Some maybe organically, but I can see sort of predominantly from having paid for traffic for two years now, that over 90% of my, my customers have definitely come through paid traffic. That was an intentional decision early in 2020 and I had great success early on. And I think that was partly luck, uh, just due to the fact of the massive e-commerce boom uh, early in 2020 for obvious reasons. And after that, I stuck with it. Like I've decided that that worked well for me. I was able to make it work. So I feel like there's no reason why I couldn't continue to make it work. So I have continued to stick with paid traffic all through different changes with iOS updates and privacy updates. I'll say 2021 though was rough for paid traffic. 
but things have improved significantly this year I would say I haven't made a lot of uh, profit from my website so far that will be evident shortly I'll share some stats with you that are a bit scary to me maybe not to you depending on what stage of business you're at but most of my traffic has come or sorry most of my sales has been through paid traffic and I plan to continue down that road that has worked well for me the two websites I have like I said are in a similar niche but one of them I'm not the face of it I own it but I'm not the face of it I have brand ambassadors that was the trial early on that I decided to give a go um, because I was a bit scared to put myself out there as the brand. So I thought, you know what, let's put somebody else out there as the brand. And it actually went really well. So I decided there probably wasn't anything to really to be scared of myself after that. So in my second website that I started, I am the brand and the face of it. So my face is all over that brand. I probably predominantly work on my businesses in the evenings and on Thursdays. Thursdays are my day off of work and I also do a mixture between my two websites of customers paying for shipping and free shipping. I like to try different things. It probably actually is quite, you know, um, what's the word, fortuitous that I have two e-commerce websites that I can um, split test different things and different tactics between them to see what sticks. I use Australia Post. I know there's lots of other post providers in Australia now. Definitely more than there was early on when I was selling on eBay and Etsy decades ago. But, I, but I'm probably pretty confident with Australia Post. I think they're reliable and uh, they're just well known. People trust them. My websites are on Shopify. So that's the platform. And I pay for a theme. It's called Debutify. And it comes with heaps of extensions and add-ons and things you can do to increase conversion rate. And because there's so many of them offered as part of the same subscription, I sort of change them out every now and again just to try different things to see what works and what doesn't. Now for some real stats. So you might be thinking, okay, that sounds all lovely, but who on earth are you to be talking about running e-commerce websites and what on earth would you know about it really? Like what has happened in two years that you have got any experience to share and they are fair questions and fair criticism so I'll give you some some high level stats and hopefully that gives you a bit of a picture that this is really new for me um, but but solid I feel like I have a real proof of concept which is something you sort of would look at starting a business to find a proof of concept to then decide to really push hard into it and pursue it so the last two years for me has absolutely been experimenting and really building that foundation of a proof of concept and I'm, I'm solid now I feel like I have absolutely that in my pocket and enough to pursue now and continue on down this road so over two years let's say two years really one website has been two years this month and the other website's more like mm, just over 18 months but for the sake of calculations we'll just say two years my total revenue between the two websites has been $103,000. The number of orders that I have fulfilled has been 1,750. Um, my combined or oh, sorry, average conversion rate has been 2.1%, which I think is not bad. Actually, actually, I think it's, actually it's not bad. It's, it's good for a product website. It's not bad at all. It's not great. I think 3% I'll be happier with and that's certainly something I plan to work towards and try and improve. 
um, obviously as I learn and I get better at this. So at the moment, or at the moment, the last two years, my average conversion rate has been 2.1%. Average order value for one website is $64 and the other website $50. This is interesting, The this stat. I do love average order value statistics because I like to see how it ties in to returning customer rate percentages. I think there's a really interesting correlation there. And for me, I believe it's a really good indicator of future growth and returning customer rates always means that this, the you know Facebook ad money I have spent to acquire the customer at the beginning, say at my worst, the cost per customer acquisition may have been $70 for one customer, which is a lot of money. But when I look then at my average order value and my returning customer rate and the percentage, I start to feel really encouraged that obviously $70 is high. That would be my probably worst or my highest. But there starts to be a picture painted there for me of how this could look moving forward and maybe how I'm on the right track and I have lots of work to do and more things to learn. But I have some solid knowledge now of how this can become profitable. So like I said, my average order value for one website is $64. The returning customer rate from that website is 10%, which I don't know is amazing. It's not bad. It's probably not great. Uh, like it could be better, of course. But uh, to be said as well with that website, they're not consumable products. They're much more of a craft tool. So tools tend to be more of a once-off purchase or maybe a, an extravagant gift. So... In that sense, it's not bad for me. I feel like that's probably makes sense. The average order value is $64 and the returning customer rate 10%. And 10% for any other e-commerce stat is usually pretty good. That's not a bad percentage for a general conversion rate for a, you know, a click-through rate on a Facebook ad. So I'm going to say that's, that's great. I'm pretty happy with that, particularly, obviously, I've only been doing this for two years. My other website... The average order value is $50, so a bit lower, but my returning customer rate on average has been 22%. And this is where the picture starts to look rosier for me. I feel like that combination is great. If I've paid $30, $35 to acquire that customer, they spent 50 and I probably had a bit of a loss with the product they purchased. But if I've got a 22% returning customer rate on average for that website, that starts to paint profitability for me looking forward. At least that's, that's, that's what I have found to be true, particularly in the last six months. I've definitely seen some profitability increase and I feel like I'm headed in the right direction. So for the money I spent on Facebook, so this is Facebook paid advertising and Instagram paid advertising. Since 2020, so two years worth, I have spent $44,000. And I will say, I'm. it was rough at the time through 2021, continuing to spend on Facebook. That was the de deliberate choice I made. Like I said, I have a part-time job. So the, what's the word? The burden to make a profit from these businesses has not been there to date. I've felt like I've been able to have the luxury, the affordability, the wiggle room to spend and to learn when I'm spending, to read the data, read the metrics and decide what to do next on different campaigns. 
So with iOS changes, privacy changes in 2021, I kept spending and kept the pixels fresh, the data fresh and customers coming through. So in those two years, having spent $44,000, my average return on ad spend was 1.5. And with a revenue in those same time period of $103,000, that's if I, was to, if I was in a service-based industry, I'd be pretty happy with that for starting from scratch with two businesses, not having known much about this and learning along the way. But being a product-based business, no, that's not great as far as profitability goes. But having said that, I've also acquired 1,750 customers in that time. My average click-through rate on my Facebook and Instagram creatives through paid traffic has been 4%, which I'm really happy with. All the different podcasts and traffic um, webinars and things I listen to, 4% for a click-through rate on creative is great. So I'm really happy with that. I think my creatives on Facebook and Instagram ads are solid. And my best ROAS on a campaign was 5.5, which if you're familiar with Facebook advertising, you won't be surprised that was a retargeting campaign. So let's answer a few questions now as we come to the end of this very first podcast. These questions I'm thinking of putting at the end of most episodes, particularly when the topic might be a topic you could answer for yourself. And I hope that helps you kind of work through some things the way it has helped me. My first question is why? So for this episode, why are we going to make this happen? Well, pretty simple for me because I love it. I find... Uh, e-commerce energizing i love building something from nothing and the same for this podcast i think entrepreneurship can be quite lonely depending on your circle of friends or how you grew up i think has a big part to play in it but if you haven't got anybody around you that really gets excited about marketing conversion rates selling product research facebook ads um, it can be very hard i think to find support but also just to get clarity for your own thoughts and your own direction and what you want to do particularly when you're experimenting and trying new things so I've found that for sure in my own life the last couple of years so this podcast and why I wanted to do it as well I'm hoping gives me a bit of a way of processing things in my own head and clarifying steps I want to take in what direction and why I do the things I do and the things that are definitely holding me back. So it's a bit of an outlet for me to share experiences. So I'm hoping for you, it's a bit inspirational, maybe helps you think about things as well. And it's just fun to be along somebody else's journey as they're growing and learning in business. I definitely find that and that would be reflective of the different podcasts I definitely listen to. Question number two, is this an income generating activity? Well, depending on the podcast episode coming up, that question will become pivotal to deciding what's worth spending time on in your business and what's not worth spending time on. For the purpose of this episode, yes, the whole premise, the whole idea, the reason I've started this business is yes, an income generating activity. And I love seeing the fruit of my labor of putting work into these businesses and seeing money come back. Question three, what are the pros and cons? If you're an entrepreneur, then you know the answer to these pretty easy cons. Unreliable, ups and downs, the income can be really sporadic. Uh, learning lessons as an entrepreneur is critical, but also can cost you a lot of money. For me, probably lots of experiences with issues 
around stock and manufacturers has been uh, a big um, hurdle for me and definitely not liking your day job where your boss or your company takes that hit you're fully responsible for it when you're running your own gig but the pros is there's always new things to learn which I love and there's always the potential to do something I love now and make a living out of it that's a huge opportunity to move uh, more in the way that the world is moving with e-commerce and the gig economy is huge as years go by it's just getting bigger and bigger so there's more and more opportunity there than ever before and so that's something I'm really excited to be part of so I'm happy to say that is totally a pro and question four is this okay so the pros and cons are they okay am I happy with them can I live with them so I think for me whatever you choose to do in business e-commerce or entrepreneurship it has to be something you love or you sort of feel like you're wired to love it it can be really hard to pull the energy to do something if you don't love it for me the product I sell is a little secondary for me because I have sold so many different types of products over the decades through eBay and Etsy uh, in person that that was almost secondary. It's it's actually the journey of it, the building of something, the working things out that I love and seeing results. So looking back, I've always got excited about sales. I was, in fact, scammed as a teenager, which was humiliating at the time by a slick marketing offer that was, uh, yeah, made up, was fake. But through eBay over the years, I've definitely found my feet. And then through a few other crafting opportunities and workshops that I used to run, I found my feet as well. But then things started to fall apart and change, and I wasn't sure why. In early 2000s, I really lost confidence and profitability disappeared. It like evaporated. And now I realize in 2022 why that happened. And it's because in early 2000, Australia and China entered into the Australia-China Trade and Economic Framework, which set in place foundations for closer commercial ties. And I feel like when that happened in 2003, I can definitely see the correlation now, looking back through 2004 to 6, where profitability tanked for me on eBay, just fell off a cliff. Um, mostly because things were coming from China directly to Australian customers rather than coming in from China to business and business to customer. But at the time I had no clue. It was very hard to know what was going on. I was um, selling with a couple with a friend. She was a really close friend and we were doing really well. She had no clue either. We were just both baffled and there wasn't YouTube and all that sort of stuff to work this out back then. It was, she wasn't until 2020, no, 2020, when I was listening to a podcast by an eBay expert, an Aussie eBay expert, and he explained that period of time, and it was literally like a light bulb in my head went off. I thought, oh, that was what happened, and I could have pushed through it if I'd known it. I could have worked ways around it and found solutions if I'd known what was going on, but I didn't, so I stopped. So even more now than ever, I'm determined to work things out. I think that's a real key entrepreneurial mindset is you're determined to work it out. 
There's always ways of working it out and that's how you continue to succeed and others stop and quit. And that happens all the time and I've done it dozens of times in over a couple of decades. But in the last two years, I've been determined not to do that because I'm just convinced there's a way to work it out. There would have been a way to work it out back in 2000 if I'd known that and I could have found an eBay expert maybe and worked that out. I don't know that they existed back then, but let's say they did. But I didn't and I've always regretted that. So in the last two years, I have been um, doggedly working it out and loving it. Like you can find someone who's done it before and figure it out. So thank you so much for joining me on my very first episode. This podcast is as much a therapeutic brain download for me and I hope it's an encouragement for you as we've spent this time together. So I encourage you to head to my website where you can join my newsletter or even to send me an email because I'd love to hear from you. And that's aussieecommercemum.com.au. I'll see you next time, so keep learning.